Rochelle was doing a little shopping went into the city last night. Tells me she gets on the uh, train, picks it up at Long Branch, takes the train in. No sooner does she sit down, next stop, all of a sudden, everybody's getting on the train. That's the worst feeling in the world, by the way, is you get on there, especially if you go in like 7 o'clock in the morning, you're like, yeah. I'm going to have a nice, quiet ride. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll bring a book or put in some music in my ears, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's going to be fine. You, I like to walk. This is a little travel tip. <laughs> you're taking a commuter rail. Now, yeah. now, granted, if you're doing it at rush hour, I understand it's hard to pull this off. But if you're going like Saturday morning, 7 o'clock, you're going to spend the day in the city or something like that, mm-hmm. or if you're going to take it maybe to Asbury Park so you don't have sure. to park, one of those sort of deals, sure. walk all the way to the front. Oh, okay. Because it's going to be empty for most of the ride. Yeah. And by the time you get to your destination, it's still going to be, you know, not that big. And it pulls in first in the station. You know, so you so pull you into uh, you pull into Penn or you pull into Grand Central, you're the first one out of there. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a little travel tip for you. <laughs> it's like the first class. <laughs> it is. It's like the, the first train <laughs> is like the first class, kind of. Kind of. Of yeah. the uh, commuter rail sure. of, of uh, Jersey Transit. Well, anyway, Rochelle gets on the train, and she says, looks like it's going to be fine. Next stop, all of a sudden, five, six, seven people get on the train. Yeah. Guy sits down right next to you. So, first of all, that is just, don't be that guy. When right. there's other seats available, right. don't sit, and especially when it's a pretty blonde with big boobs like Rochelle. Well, stop. Don't sit all. next to that person. Don't be that kind of a creep, okay? And I'm not just saying this because you're my person. That's just a, a jerk move anyway. I, it doesn't matter who... What you look like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but you know what? There's all those open seats there. You don't sit. It's just like when you're in the in the bathroom and there's twelve stalls. You don't go in the one next to somebody else. You at least leave a space. Yes. Same with the train. But if you're on the bus, you're on the train where you don't have an assigned seat. If there are other seats and you sit right next to, you know, a pretty girl, guys, Mm. you're being a creep. Okay. You don't have any game. You're just being a creep. Am I, I'm lying. I'm dying. Am I wrong? Okay. Come on. All That's right. just creepy. Well, this guy sits down next to you mm-hmm. and you look at the window and say, I guess, right? And, and I wasn't there. So I'm just kind of imagining this. Yeah. Hey, you're just like, well, it is what it is. I got 40 minutes. I'll I mean, be in the city. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to move. It was fine. There guy were goes into his, seats. Guy but... goes into his knapsack and does what? He grabs a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> a tuna sandwich. Oh my Are God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He had, it was in the Ziploc bag, oh. so you know this thing has been sitting there for hours. Hang on, so it's a room temperature tuna fish sandwich. He whips oh. this thing out, no napkin, no nothing, and starts eating a tuna fish sandwich right next to me. Here's my favorite part of the story. Again, I don't mean to tell your story, but oh. I just, I love this. And you're sitting there all disgusted and I'm cackling away when you come <laughs> home and tell me the story last night. A little bit of the tuna, because he's got it in his knapsack, so the sandwich is a little smushed. A <laughs> little bit of it falls right in the floor and you get that... That oh. plop noise of the tuna falling to the floor of the train. Disgusting. It's Disgusting. Just, what a smell. I was trying to be nice about it, but it smelled so bad and it was warm <laughs> in there. And so like I'm trying I to, love this story. I'm trying to like hold my nose without like being obvious, but I, it was just you don't you don't do this. But also, you're holding your nose just to send a signal. Put away the sandwich. Yeah, this is not well, the tuna was, train, he Bob. Did, he did not get it and clearly doesn't understand the rules of travel. You don't... Br- <laughs> First of all, you don't sit next to somebody. Yeah. And second of all, you, you don't don't bring, eat a tuna fish sandwich. You don't bring a tu- an old tuna fish sandwich <laughs> or eggs. Those are the, You don't bring those <laughs> on a plane, a train, in the car, and your work. You don't eat those there. This you here, save those for home. Not the tuna train. Seriously. You know that whole debate, and people feel very passionately about this, with pineapples on pizza. You know this whole thing? Yes. There's, there's people in this world. There's three <laughs> kinds of people. There's people that don't like pizza. There's people wait, who... Wait, wait, Who doesn't like pizza? No, they're out there. You I can, don't know anyone who doesn't like pizza. Let me just tell you something. You're walking down the street, you see a person, you think to yourself, I bet they don't like pizza. You're probably right. <laughs> 
You can see it in their face. You can okay. see it in their eyes, okay? All right, if you say so. Three kinds of people. There's those people. Those weirdos don't like pizza. Mm-hmm. There's people who like pizza and think that Hawaiian pizza, that would be the pizza with pineapples and ham on the mm-hmm. pizza with a marinara sauce, would be just fine. Yeah. I would be one of those people. Then there's the people that are vehemently opposed to the concept of Hawaiian pizza, okay? Right. Three kinds of people in this world. Now that debate aside, here's what I think we really should be debating when it comes to pizza. <laughs> Why do we keep it in the oven so long that the cheese burns my lip, burns my mouth? Why does the pizza need to be that hot? It is not the argument we should be having about Hawaiian pizza. It's that the pizza is just too darn hot. That's the problem we get in pizza 2022, okay? A couple things here. Yeah. First of all, you have to have the pizza in the oven so the cheese melts. You don't want to eat just pizza where you've still got the shredded cheese all no, no, shredded up I there. agree. But the thing is, you, you don't need to have it so boiling hot that well, it can cause a burn cheese, to your person. How else do you think cheese melts? It melts by being hot. That's how it melts. That's literally what happens. You know That's the I've science of melting we cheese. We just celebrated the 50th anniversary of whatever it was of the moon landing, okay? We mm-hmm. could send man to the moon... And yet we can't seem to figure out how to perfectly cook and then cool a pizza such that it doesn't cause a burn to your mouth, to your lips. I, I have a boil on my mouth and I'm walking around like I look like I got herpes or uh-huh. something because the pizza I had the other day just picked up a quick slice. It was so darn hot. Now, I understand that they make it, then they got to reheat it. But why do they need to, especially in that situation, why does it need to be so hot that it could cause a burn? Do we, why does no one agree with me okay. on this? I have a question for you then. Yeah. Why can't you wait five minutes before eating the pizza so it cools off? Well, like, I suppose, what I, is, what I, is suppose that? I could, but you know what? I'm the customer, okay? I'm paying for the pizza. They <laughs> charge then, you five bucks a slice. Then, it should be perfectly temperatured. You order a $5 pizza, you get it, and it comes out cold. You're also going to complain. No, I'd be fine. That'd be better than you the would burn. Be the only you. So I have a boil on my lip because the damn pizza was so hot. So th- there are four types of people. Then there's the type of people who doesn't like pizza, as you say. Yeah, I don't understand. Don't it. like pizza. the people who like the pineapple pizza. The people that don't like the pineapple pizza. Right. And then the complainer about all things pizza, and that would be you. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it really needs to be too kind? You don't like pizza? Fine. <laughs> and then there's those of us who like pizza but want it at the perfect temperature. There's no need for this debate about is because Hawaiian pizza is fine. If you think that Hawaiian pizza is disgusting, you would be wrong. Okay. <laughs> they boil on my lip okay. because the pizza was so hot. Be patient. Unacceptable. <laughs> not when I'm paying five bucks a slice, I'm not going to be patient. <laughs> Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, South Jersey, anywhere on the Boss app. Welcome to Thirsty Thursday, August the 4th, 2022. Robbie, Rochelle, the whole crew ready to rock and roll. We got another busy one today. And do a little tipsy or toddler. We've lined up some phone callers once again. Mm-hmm. If you would like to be on tipsy or toddler, all you need to do is let us know. You can go to our socials. You can text us, 774-4444 if you have a great story. These these are all great stories. question is, did it happen when they were drunk mm-hmm. or when they were a little kid? We'll do he said, <laughs> she said. at 750. We got mom confessions, 720, 920. We'll check the birthday file, do the uh, fast five. Bulletin board is on the way and some more cash, of course. I think we're the only radio station, maybe in America, giving away free money. And it's not some national text-to-win deal. This is just winning right here. I don't know if it's in um, in the country. Well, but I, you know, listen, I read the paper. Yeah. I haven't found anybody who's doing anything like this. That's true. This is, again, you don't have to enter to win. Mm-hmm. There's no purchase necessary. None no. of that stuff. You just uh, listen for the next Secret Celebrity Voice. We'll play it again for you in a few minutes. And when we do, you think you know who it is, correctly reveal their identity and win the cash jackpot, the current cash jackpot this morning at 910. I don't know that I've uh, gotten into this yet, but I had lunch last week with a high school buddy of mine. Uh, Matter of fact, he and I met. He is the person I, other than my immediate family, my blood, that I've known for longer than anybody else. 
We met in kindergarten. Oh, really? And I went to a fancy little uh, wore a sport jacket prep school. <laughs> yes, you did. So all you through went to Hogwarts. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. I'm I'm Ron Weasley. <laughs> you are Ron Weasley. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, he's Ron Weasley, Is and he? I'm Harry Potter. And I'll tell you why because all of his brothers, he's got three of them. There's four brothers. They mm-hmm. all went to the same school. So his brother, uh, his oldest brother, I think was like in I don't know fifth grade when we were in kindergarten and okay. so on and so forth. And then he had a younger brother, so I knew all of them, mm-hmm. and I got to be very friendly with them and hang out with the family all the time. I I will admit this. I have only seen uh, Mr. Springsteen once, and it was with him. Okay. Some about, uh, gosh, had to be the 2000 tour. Um, and so we, you know, we, we've stayed friends. We were friends. Goes all the way back to kindergarten. I had not seen him since 2018. So long well, before. A long time. Yeah, I mean, the world was a different place in 2018, yeah. right? And before that, I probably hadn't seen him for a couple of years. Did we not invite him to our wedding? I can't remember if we did. I feel like we didn't, and I feel bad about we this. We didn't? I feel like uh, that he did invite me, so I feel bad that we didn't. But on the other hand, it's like we're close and we were right there. You know, you get a friend when you see him and you're right back where yes, you left off. Absolutely. But on the other hand, I don't know that I felt it was necessary I invite him to the wedding because he would have known nobody other than me, and, the, and he never had met you. Right. Uh, so I, you know, we just, we hang out and we're, we've known each other forever, mm-hmm. but we're also not calling not each other. super close friends. No, like the, the last time we had spoken before we had lunch the other day was he uh, texted me like in the end of 2020 and he said uh, his mother and my mother saw each other at the hairdressers and didn't know they had the same hairdresser. Oh, really? And at first, because this is when everybody had face masks 24 seven, they yeah. didn't recognize each other at first. They'd be like, wait, Lori, Donna, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my mother and his mother. Yeah. So. Anyhow, uh, we go to have lunch, and here's what's strange about this, because they say you pick right back up where you and it's true, and of course you start telling the same old stories, and have you heard from this person? But he's got, I think, three kids now, mm-hmm. and he's been married like 15 years, okay? Yeah. And he's the CEO of the family business now. His father is a great guy, great guy, and he is now retired. To be honest with you, I like his father better than him. <laughs> he's just a great of guy. Of course you do. He is. Just a, <laughs> just one of those, he's like Nolan. He's just a, he's always laughing. He's yeah. just a, he knows yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's the mayor of every place he goes. Great guy. Uh, so he's just talking about life. And I feel like he's become like a dad. Like he's not. Well, he is a dad. I know he is, but I feel like I'm the same guy I always was. And he's he's constantly checking his phone and saying, oh, uh, I got to pick my kid up. And blah, blah. Like he's just so consumed with the responsibilities of life. Like all the fun has gone out the window. And I feel like you can do both. You can still be. You can still have fun and not be sure. this person who's become so serious with, uh, oh, hang on a second. I got to uh, check my stock options. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, I can't believe, because if these people that are in his world now, if his kids, if his wife, if his uh, employees knew some of the stuff I know about him and the yeah, stupid grew, stuff he, we did together. He grew up. That's the thing. Like, you can't be stiffler forever. <laughs> No, you, why not? You, because you can't. You can't. Because you'll be stiffler when you're 40. And so is that what you're 50, saying? Is that I, I've mean, never grown up? <laughs> no, I don't think that's no, fair. I, I I think that in the last few years, you've definitely grown up a lot more, and because you have had because you've whipped me into shape since yes, we get together. That and because you have had kids in your life now, and I think that does change you as a person because you have more of a responsibility. I don't than think just so. for yourself. I don't get it. I don't think so at all. I think people choose to become boring, dull people. Well, then why does that make you boring to be responsible? I, mean, I don't think that's I mean, sure, you need to have responsibility. I understand that. But just uh, suddenly things that were once funny or, oh, yeah, it was terrible. What do you mean it's terrible? It was hilarious when we did that. Well, maybe because now they're thinking about their kids doing it. And then now it becomes like, oh, that wasn't, I definitely wouldn't want them to do that. So it's just not 
no, it's not funny anymore. I think that that's probably where the mentality goes is you're thinking about well, your kids now first instead of you. When we so- ran up behind, uh, you know, whoever the kid was, I don't want to name names and pulled his pants down in front of everybody. It was hilarious. I'm sure. And you know, you, know? you are the type of parent that would tell Grayson to go, Grayson, go, go pants. I mean, 100%. You would think that's hilarious. And he was there with me when I ran into a lady uh, on a bicycle when we were on a school trip <laughs> and I tried to talk my way out of a lawsuit. He was there. Still hilarious. <laughs> Okay. Did he find that hilarious? No. Now? Also, he, he, uh, funny? he's like borderline not kidding when he tells me we we apparently had a basketball game where I kept double or nothing betting him I would beat him and I didn't. And he says that I owe him $90,000 or something ridiculous. He's like, you know, technically you really did double or nothing. So, uh, like, what are you going to call Charles Schwab? Did he make you pay for lunch then? Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, we split it, but we yeah, didn't really yeah. split it because he did one of those years. We're like, we're split it. I'm like, well, you had an appetizer and two cocktails. I had a salad. So right. why am I paying half? <laughs> this is some bullshit, but that's apparently who he is now. Well, maybe this is your last time you'll be getting together. I'm with like, maybe him. I can bring up the time you peed yourself at the holiday concert. Oh, you want to talk about that? No. Let's see if you're, Let's see if your stockbroker's impressed by that. <laughs> Should have hung out with his dad, can I tell you? <laughs> I'll tell you what, this week has just flown by. Here we yeah. are Thursday already. Time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Thank you for sending them into us. You can do it anytime, 1071theboss.com. You can text it in, 774-4444. We check that text connect. Well, maybe maybe not 24-7, but we check it maybe check 8 or 9, lot, maybe 10 hours a day. Yeah. So it's not bad if you want to mm-hmm. connect that way. Or again, get us right through the website or our Facebook page. So if you get a special event for a local organization, for a business, for a community group, a charity, uh, putting on something fun, we like to share all of these right here uh, on the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Middletown Elks Lodge doing a run for kids. This is my friend uh, Tom. Let me know about this. It's happening Sunday, August the 7th at 9 a.m., Proceeds benefits special children's committee. All are welcome. Refreshments and food will be provided. Middletown Elks Lodge 2179. That's Elks Lodge uh, number 2179 on Facebook for the info. Tommy also says that he agrees that uh, Boomer Science and the whole crew up there at the sports station are a bunch of, his words, bozos. I like it. He said Boomer the bozo. Boomer the bozo. Thank you, Thomas. I hope that event's <laughs> a big success for you on Sunday. New Brunswick Heart Festival happening at the State Theater. That's going on a week from Saturday, August the 13th, 3 p.m. It's free outdoor family-friendly festival celebrates all the arts and history of Middlesex County and the city of New Brunswick. Well, that's very nice. I'm assuming a lot of Rutgers history as well. well so probably. if you're an alum, you gotta go. Uh, stnj.org slash events for all the detail on that one. Here comes music in the park happening a week uh, or a week from yesterday, this upcoming Wednesday, August the 10th, 630 Raritan Bay Waterfront Park in South Amboy. Live music. Uh, all you need to bring is your favorite lawn chair and a blanket if your legs get cold. Yes. <laughs> It's Parkway Soul, a variety of Motown classics. Oh, that's fine. They get all those temptations and four tops moves. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Playsinthepark.com for a full list of performances. You can check out station events, community events for additional listings right on our webpage, 1071theboss.com. Find out where the boss roadies are on tour, when those hot-looking boss summer shirts or recyclable boss bags. And there's just a couple of things we thought you, yes, you, needed to know this morning. Well, we've talked uh, at length about the community that we've moved into. And it's getting its ups and downs, like any place does, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the perks is that it's got these little grills outside. Yeah. Community grills. Yes. You go out in a little patio there and throw a nice slab of meat, slab of fish <laughs> on the grill. We did the tuna the other night. And you decided we'd do some hot dogs and hamburgers. We haven't had those since Memorial Day weekend. Right. So you go out there the other night. And this is something I would expect of myself. You immediately have an altercation with one of well, our neighbors. I don't. Well, first of all, it wasn't immediate because... 
what I did was I went down there and I started the grill up. And because it's sure. not our own. You like to cook at high heat. Yes, I like to cook it at high heat. And I had meat and it was very hot. Right. So I did not want sure. to bring the meat out. So I put some stuff down at the grill. I turned the grill up. You're I saying s- the air temperature is hot. So you didn't want the meat to spoil by leaving it Correct. out there until the grill heated Correct. up. Makes perfect sense. I sit there. They have a little patio set there. I sat there for a few minutes. I just waited to make sure everything, because it is a gas grill. So sure. it kind of freaks me out to leave it alone. I left my stuff there. I had a cup there. I had a plate there. I had my tongs to, to flip. The, I, you don't want to leave home without your tongs. Well, seriously, I put it all down there because it <laughs> What's is, a girl without her tong? It is a community grill. Yeah. And there have been several times that I've gone to use this grill and it's taken. So I, I wanted to leave my stuff there so that it was shown this is taken. The grill is on. It's smoking. My stuff is here. I'm going to go run back upstairs and grab the meat and come back down. Not, I don't get a hundred feet away from the grill and some lady walks out and opens up the grill lid, which I have been preheating for the past 20 minutes and just starts to like clean the grill. I'm like, are you kidding me? Now, just to be fair, it's not like you left a a note or maybe she didn't see you there. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. The grill is on. Yeah. It's on. Well, maybe she never used the grill before. I got to be honest with you. I wouldn't know whether or not it was. Is, is, there, a, is think, there a light that tells well, you it's on? Because it's a community grill, you have to turn the propane on and it gives you a timer. So it gives right. me 20, 40, an hour's worth of propane. So one would presume that if you walk up to the uh, grill, you would see that the timer is on, that it, heat is that emanating from the grill. It's on, right. that they're in, next to the maybe grill. Maybe she just thinks the last person left it on and walked away. And left all of their stuff there? I don't know. Well, a okay. cup. So, well, there you that, are. And that's why there I left it there. I had a cup there that I had. I just brought a drink down. I had a plate to put the food on. Maybe when you it need was a done. little sign, you know, in use. Huh? Yes, that would back in five. That would be good, but we don't have that. I assumed that leaving all my crap down there would show that if anybody walked up to it, that it was in use. I I opened up the umbrella to the patio to show that someone was sitting here. This would really be akin to you're in the movie theater by yourself and you leave uh, your coat on a chair. Yes. And people would not assume that this was left by someone who was there five hours ago. They're going to figure this is someone returning to their seat right now. Well, it's so also, I see what you're saying. But you go to the beach, you go to the pool, you put your towel down on a right. chair. Is someone just going to lay down on your towel? Right. That, like you're that, right. Okay. That's ridiculous. It is similar to that. So I'm 100 feet away from the grill and I hear the scraping of the grill, which again, I sat there and kept the lid closed so it would heat up so I could come down and put my meat on there. And I said, excuse me. And she said, Yes. I said, I'm using the grill. And she just looked at me. I said, that's all of my stuff right there. She goes, oh. And then walked away. Said, "Not no, sorry. No. I mean, like she was upset with me well, because sure I was. was using the grill. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Had you seen this person before? No. Oh. I had never seen her before. And uh, listen. So you know the problem. And while I'm on your side, the problem is now we're inevitably going to run into this person again in some un- <sighs> some uncomfortable circumstance. Whether we want to uh, use the uh, the big screen they got in the clubhouse, whether it's by the pool. We're going to run fine, into it at the, like- the trash compost center. We're going to run into her again. She didn't have to. I just said, excuse me, I'm using that grill. And she, like, no, I'm sorry. No, I didn't see it. No, nothing. Like, you see, oh, this is I why figured I, I was going to yeah. have a free plate. And this is now my <laughs> spatula and my tongs. What are you doing? This is why I don't leave the house. What are you doing? <laughs> because I get so upset. We have a whole cast of characters that we've run into. Some of which are very nice. Like we get the guy that's also named Robbie, who has oh, a dog. Oh, yes, yes. We He's get the stomper nice. that lives in our building. Upstairs, Doesn't yes. matter where you are. You can you hear. You can hear them. You can hear it through the wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. We get the uh, we get the Russian family, the oligarchs. Oh, yeah. There's a yes. whole bunch of like six yes, of them. Yes, by the pool, yes. Every <laughs> one of them speaking some sort of uh, Russian it's tongue. It's definitely Russian. I, I, I've i listened several times now. It's definitely Russian. I'm pretty sure they are spies. No, they're not. They who seem are reporting very back nice. to Putin. 
They're very nice. You know spies. what my impression was? They don't seem very nice. They seem like Russian spies. They, they, they do seem a little crusty a little bit, but <laughs> I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. That we got the other lady. She's like, ah, this daughter I had with this guy. Here's another oh, daughter yeah. I had with this guy. She got like 55 she kids. She does. She has a lot of kids. Yeah. yeah. So there's we got a whole cast of characters there. And now we've made another per- We've made another enemy. I was not trying to make a friend another of Another adversary. That's not what I was doing here. I just wanted- You have a boomer at our house. <laughs> Oh, no. At our community. <laughs> that's not good. Next meeting of the whole community. Imagine how that's going to go. Well, don't touch my grill. They're going to vote us out like Survivor. It was hot. <laughs> good morning, Danica. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are you? I'm so good. Thanks for talking to us. Well, congratulations on this brand new book, Double Puppy Trouble, hits the shelves this week. And I didn't realize this is, uh, is it the third book you've written about mathematics? Eleventh. 11th. 11th book. Oh, my gosh. I guess I was, <laughs> it goes to show you how great at math I am. <laughs> Right. I've written books for all ages, all the way up through high school geometry, like age 16. So if you've got a kid who's struggling in math at all, please go to mckellarmath.com. There's a big slider button that shows you, depending on your child's age, which book is best. It's my passion to make math fun, accessible, not intimidating, not, not scary, but actually within reach um, for kids. And to help use that as a tool for building confidence and building self-esteem. So I really encourage parents to check out the website if they've got kids um, uh, anywhere up to age, like, 16. Sure. And also, to create a really happy, fun, and friendly association with doubling numbers and big numbers, because it's puppies. And what's more friendly than puppies? Nothing's better than puppies. And by the way, you're a New York Times best-selling <laughs> author, so this series of books has done done really well. Kids are really responding to it. And I guess this goes back, you homeschooled uh, yourself, so is that where this began, this passion for making sure kids have an appreciation for math? Oh, I've been writing books for a um, lot longer than that. I've been writing books since before I was a mom. Okay. Uh, I think that my the, the love of, of teaching math and making it fun is maybe part of why I'm a homeschooler because I knew that I could teach in math <laughs> and that's kind of one of the more typical subjects historically so that was um, and, it's, and homeschooling has been wonderful I travel a lot for work uh, Draco's dad travels for work and so this was a way of making sure that, that you know I get to spend time with my kid and actually raise my own child yep. um, and you know we, people are like what about the social aspect he's in sports he's got friends we do play dates it's, it's all good and uh and yeah, I have, I have a real passion. For, and you know, it's funny, teaching him math. So I've been writing books for 15 years now. And when I was writing my, my books, the, the Times Machine, that one in particular, that's multiplication and division, I was, I was writing that one several years ago now. And I was teaching him multiplication and division at that time. So I was getting to try out things on him and then put them in the book, which was so much fun. I have to admit, uh, my favorite, though, is going to be Math Doesn't Suck. I mean, that's a title every kid can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully. It's so funny. I've had so many journalists say, we love your book, Math Sucks. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, no Math no, Doesn't no, Suck. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, math, math Doesn't Suck. <laughs> I have to tell you, I'm only partly kidding when I say I would buy a book if you wrote it. What is calculus for a 40-something-year-old man? Because I still don't know that I understand it. Calculus? Uh, you know what? I thought about writing a calculus book. I might at some point. It's, uh, it's actually a pretty fun topic. Well, you're the first person I've ever heard say that about calculus, but I know that if anyone can make it fun, it's you, because you thumb through these books, and you're right. They're just so much fun. Even as an adult, they're kind of fun to read through. So if anyone can do it, it's you, Danica, that's for sure. Oh, thank you. Now, I don't know if people know this, that you replaced the legendary Janet Waldo a couple of years ago. You were the official Judy Jetson in all future Jetsons projects. Well, I'm only 
hasn't won so far, but it was, an, it was so fun. And um, Now, wait a minute. Your IMDb yeah. says you were the official Judy Jetson. So if IMDb says it, it must be true, right? It must be true. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are big shoes to fill, so that's quite the role. Oh, yeah. No, it, was, it, was, it was really fun to do that. I love voiceovers. They're, they're a lot of fun because... You know, you roll out of bed and, and you show up, but you're still actually really having these scenes and these emotional connections. You just don't have to go through all the other like superficial stuff. Before I let you run here, I, I have to ask a Wonder Years question, and I'll share with you just what I think is kind of a, a funny anecdote. Uh, we were watching an episode, my stepdaughter and I, who's 10, and uh, I think it was Wild Thing comes on in the background in one of the episodes, and she says, oh, I know that song from TikTok. And I said, it's not from TikTok, that's an oldie. But uh, it must be uh, must be kind of fun to be part <laughs> of the legacy of such a classic show for all these years. Oh, it really is. No, I'm, I'm so grateful. People always seem to have such fond memories of the show. It never gets old. It's I'm so grateful to be in this position, and it's really great to, you know, people come up to me and say, oh my gosh, I loved you on The Wonder Years, I used to watch it growing up, and now my kid is watching it, and we also use your math books, you know, and it's yeah. just so, um, it's, it's a fun, it's, a, it's really fun to, to get all those, those interactions with people. I love meeting fans in person. I'm doing a, a book signing this weekend um, in Nashville, and then I'm doing an autograph signing in Los Angeles and Pasadena. Uh, the next weekend and uh, if anyone's interested if they live anywhere near those areas it's all on my my Instagram page but I, I just I love interacting with the fans it's so great to hear the stories well the book is out on shelves this week it's called Double Puppy Trouble and boy the, the cover is covered with puppies so how do you go wrong Danica it's great for you to spend some time with us thanks for being on <laughs> thank you so much couple of things there. Thank you, Danica McKellar. I think she was on a train or something. There's a lot of noise going on in the background. That's, uh, mm-hmm. that's number one. Number two, I appreciate that she thinks we have a national audience. We don't, but that's okay. So thanks for plugging no, that. That's fine. Yeah, yeah no, so no, I'll no, take it. Fine. Yeah, maybe we got a listener in L.A. I don't think you so. Never know. But, and the last thing is I just said my stepdaughter's 11. I said 10. She's 11. Sorry about that. I always think she's younger than she is, you know, because you never want them to grow up. So sorry about right, that. Right, exactly. But she'd be very PO'd if, uh, you know, I made her younger than she is. So, I, I, No doubt funny how that uh, changes as, as they do get older and then they want you they want to be younger you know so exactly i never and make... uh danic is hot <laughs> i have no comment on that because again <laughs> i'd like to live so i have no opinion on that i'll say this i think uh, fred savage is a handsome man yes he is and danic is hot all right joe if you would like to be on tipsy or toddler all you got to do is send us a message Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page, 1071thebossnotcom or on Facebook. Little send us a little direct message or call us, leave a voicemail. Mm-hmm. You can always text 774 yeah. You want to record it on your phone and send it to us, we could get it on the air that way. Yep. A little pre recorded deal. And we <laughs> promise not to, not to listen ahead of time. <laughs> we'll be surprised along with everybody else. We have lined up some callers this morning. It is time for Tipsy or Toddler. Each of them will have some uh, remarkable stories to share. It's up to all of us to figure out did this happen? When they were a drunk adult or when they were just a little kid, a wee little child mm-hmm. that did not know better. Tipsy or toddler. We'll start on line one. I won 50 bucks singing in a Donald Duck voice impression competition. <laughs> 50 bucks in a Donald Duck voice impression competition. It was just Donald's birthday. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. If That's a hard impression to do. Can you do a Donald? I can't. I can't do a Donald I really either. Can't. It's It's tough. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's about as close as I can come. I'm, I'm going to guess that she was a little kid. See, I was, gonna, was I was going to say t- uh, tipsy. All excited to get fifty bucks. What's yeah. the deal? I was a drunk adult. Oh, oh wow! And they started this contest by a hotel pool, and I'm typically super shy, but not this night. 
Okay. Oh, is it the Disney gift shop? Oh, oh I see. So <laughs> drunk she, at Disney. I was going to say, that'd be a little strange to have this happen. <laughs> Do you know how expensive it would be to get drunk at Disney? Seriously. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything there is overpriced. <laughs> it costs you like $1,000 to get drunk at Disney. But I was just thinking, they're sitting by the pool. They're like, guess what? All of you out of the pool. It's time for the Donald Duck sound-alike contest. But they were at the Disney Resort. Then it that would make more sense. sense. Yeah. Let's hear your Donald Duck, by the way. Man, that's wow, pretty good. That's that pretty good. Really good. Nice going on that. Let's go talk to Sandra, line one. I stole egg rolls from a Chinese restaurant <laughs> and then blamed it on my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess that that's a drunk adult move. Uh, I'll go opposite then and say it was a toddler. Oh, you don't have to go opposite if that's not where you feel it happened. But. I don't know. I don't know. Sandra? I was a drunk adult. Uh-huh. I stole egg rolls from a Chinese restaurant at the mall. Then the cops found me hiding in a parking lot about a block away. I told them that my friends stole the egg rolls and then gave them to me. But for some reason, they believed me, even though I had to steal an egg rolls in my possession. Wow. My best friend had a prior record, and I did. So maybe that's why. Oh, okay. She went to jail, and I just got a slap on the wrist. My best friend had nothing to do with it. Well, you're a terrible friend. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like Drunk or not. I think some people feel they need to rehearse a little speech for these things. Well. So. <laughs> All right, let's go back to line two. Here's Sherry. I threw up on a reality show star. Threw up on a reality show star. You just met uh, Bob the Bachelor's mom not that long ago. You didn't throw up on her, did you? No, no. Oh. Um, I was you weren't like, drunk at the ball? Or a toddler. No, I was shopping. Uh, I'm going to say tipsy. No, I think it's a little kid deal. I was a little kid. Yeah. My mom was really good friends with James from Big Brother. Uh-huh. He was over visiting my mom when I was home from school. I bet he was. He kind of had the flu. <laughs> uh, basically, I grew up in his lap while uh. I was sitting next to him on the couch. Well, this is why uh, we all love children. Isn't yeah. that great? <laughs> Just terrific. <laughs> Let's go talk to Aww. Leonard. He's back on line three. I saved my dog's ass. And made him walk backwards. <laughs> oh, poor you shaved dog. your dog's rump. That's not nice. I bet you were a kid. I think it was a kid. I was, I'm going to say a kid this time. Yeah. Lenny? Well, I was a little kid. Uh-huh. Yeah. My parents would always use this expression. You know, you know the one that goes like, if I looked like you, I'd shave my dog's ass and make him walk backwards. No. I've never heard that. Yeah, I decided to try that with my dog. <laughs> it didn't work. I never got him to walk backwards. But I can tell you this. Yeah. It's Dave Dash. They look great. Okay. Okay. Well, isn't that... I've never heard that expression. That's isn't a that a one. heartwarming story? Yeah. Poor dog. <laughs> Here's Kim. Back to line one. I got in trouble for cutting someone's entire ponytail off while they were sleeping. Oh, that's a, that's a you, little kid, don't you think? No, I was going to say you're tipsy. Because no. I've had this happen to me on an airplane before, and I sincerely wanted to cut their ponytail off, but I didn't. However, had I had a few drinks and scissors, I probably would have. I think it was a childhood sleepover. Let's see. I do. Less nefarious. <laughs> I was a little kid, uh-huh. and it was my oldest sister. Um, she'd been picking on me all summer, and I finally just snapped, had enough. And I hacked it off while she was sleeping. Her hair went like, all the way down to her butt. So oh. it was kind of a huge deal. She still brings it up on holidays, so I think she's still pressed. Well, I'm sure she is. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> Let, tough. Listen, can we just uh, observe the fact that I believe I was uh, 0 for 5 on those? You might have been 0 No, I'm sorry, I was 5, five for five. 5. You were 0 for 5. Whatever. <laughs> to spoil my own victory. <laughs> that's how we do it. Let's end it there. Tipsy or Doddler. We are Robbie and Rochelle, and we 
or wherever you get your podcasts or streaming on demand right there at 1071theboss.com. You can always connect with us right there on any of our social pages. We would love to hear from you. Matter of fact, I'm still trying to catch up on the voice messages we had uh, earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. People, uh, when we were off for a week, people leave voicemails. Like, you know, you can just email me. I'll get it before because I'm not, I don't come in and check right. my messages at my desk. But we had a bunch of messages there. And we had a lot of messages on text message too, which I was checking while we were on vacation. And we should say thank you to Danny who kept messaging us all week. I hope you come back. No, well, of course. <laughs> why wouldn't we? You know I don't what? Know. Don't answer that question. I, right? I don't know. <laughs> Time for Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories. Thought you needed to know. Being the no number five to number one. It's amazing we're just getting to this. Number yeah. five, there's a self described Red Bull addict. And what did he do? Well, he led Las Vegas police, because of course this happens in Vegas, on a chase that reached 100 miles per hour. I guess you'd call that a high-speed chase. His name is Eugene Davis. He is 35. (laughs) Passenger Angela Sharp in the car. He left a Costco with cases, that's plural, of Red Bull. He pepper-sprayed an employee and then drove off without paying for them. Yeah, that's about right. Where did we find that? I thought it just gave you wings. I didn't know it did all that. Wow. That's that's pretty good. (laughs) Remember the time that uh, Grayson, who's six, if people don't know, said to us, you know that Red Bull's a a scam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you mean it's a scam? He said, I drank one and I didn't grow wings. He did. He He was very upset. And when you're six years old, that logic makes perfect sense. (laughs) Anyway, while in custody, uh, the passenger, Mrs. Sharp, said uh, all of this was just because they'd had too much Red Bull. So Ah. it might not get you wings, Mm -hmm. but... Apparently encourages you to break the law. <laughs> Number four, Keyless. Do you remember her, the rapper Keyless? Oh, yeah, kind of. She had yeah. that song, uh, My Milkshake. Oh, Bilk, yeah. Makes the boys come mm-hmm. around. Yeah, that's in a commercial of some sort now. It is. Yeah. I think it's in a uh, Sherman commercial. Oh, you know, for oh the, yeah, that's For the right. butt wipes. My Milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. And they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. <laughs> that's what's going on. That's what's going on with Keyless's career yes. until this week, mm-hmm. when she said she's considering suing Beyonce. Really? Because Beyonce put out a, a new album and said that the sample of her track on there is unauthorized. Really? I find that hard to believe that yeah. Beyonce would sample her music without asking. And secondly, I happen to see a news report about this on the Today Show, mm-hmm. and they're saying that uh, fans are waking up. This is the new. This is a news anchor. I don't know who Thomas something or others on the Today Show the other day, and he says this is such big news apparently in this country that fans are waking up this morning blurry eyed because Beyonce dropped a new album at midnight. I got to tell you, <laughs> if Elvis came back from the dead and I knew it was going to happen, I would not be up at midnight to go hear it. I'll get it when I wake up. You know. I, I guess. I mean, I, I think that if they announced it was deal, Judgment but... Day and the Lord was coming down to earth, you're to claim still sleeping so, in. I think I'm sleeping in. I'm like, he'll get to me when he gets to me. <laughs> the Lord has a plan. Okay. Okay. Who are these people that are staying up for a Beyonce album? The, not, this is on the news. Not my thing, but I have to say, if Elvis came back, I'd probably get up. I don't know. Or Jesus, you know, if Jesus was coming. Listen, I I'll know. try, but I don't know if there's enough <laughs> Starbucks in the world. <laughs> Number three in other music news, D. Schneider, of course, the front man for Twisted Sister, says he is a liberal. But having said that, he is just fine if conservative politicians want to use his music. Now, this mm. happens sometimes where there'll be a person says, well, I don't like that guy. I don't want him using my song at yeah. his, his rally. He says, uh, I wrote it for just about everyone. Cherry picking who uses it is censorship. No. Oh. And I appreciate that D is fine with anybody using his music, but you have to figure there might be a certain cause. Or This is like, I have a fear. 
that somebody's on the front page of the Asbury Park Press, you know, in handcuffs. You know the deal where the cop has got his hand on the back of the guy's uh-huh. head and they're pushing him into the squad car? And he's got a boss shirt on? He's got a boss t-shirt on. <laughs> he's like, man charged with murdering half the town. But he's a big fan of 107 The Boss. Like, yeah. we appreciate your listening. But that on the would other make hand, sense, wouldn't it? Though? On the other hand, yeah, no? it probably would. So I guess like D. Schneider, I'm just fine. Yeah. No matter what. All right, number two, there is a futurologist who works for Oxford University in England. A futurologist? His job is to predict things he believes will happen in the future so we can be prepared for them. That's a job? He's in higher education, so I don't know if it's a job per se, but he offers recommendations to government and... Based on what? Businesses and stuff. Well, he follows trends and then does statistical... I don't know. Why are you asking me all these? I don't know because he's he's a futurologist? Wow. Yes. Why would I make that up? I don't. I've just never heard that term before. Like, I, you're going to predict what happens in the. Okay, good Listen, luck. You have with a that. communications degree, okay? What does that, what what that mean? At least I have a degree. Well, that's. I'm not <laughs> just saying. What is it? What does it even mean? It's I, the same I thing. What is a futurologist? I don't, I don't know. know. All right. So by the year 2050, he says we can expect self-stocking fridges, hmm. waterless dishwashers, and vertical farmland. None of that's going to happen. I know. That's what I was thinking. I mean, I went to Epcot in 1982, and they said all of this was going to happen. None of that is happening. None of that is going to happen. So if it's going to happen, it ain't going to be by the year 2050. How are you going to clean a dish without water? <laughs> I mean, I'm all for it. And also, you're a self-stocking fridge. Who's going to pay for those groceries? Listen, they Where's got a dry, that coming they from? they got a dry cleaner on every corner now for your jackets. Why can't they do it for your dishes? I... They use water at the dry cleaner. I thought the dry cleaner was called a dry cleaner because it was dry. I don't know. I have to be honest with you. I know nothing about what happens at the dry cleaner, okay? I know absolutely nothing. Here's a bonus story for you. Sprite has announced they are discontinuing those green bottles, you know, those green plastic bottles you mm-hmm. go to the vending machine that uh, that gives you Sprite. Uh, the parent company is Coca-Cola. I didn't realize that, that Coca-Cola owns Sprite. So yeah. said they're not going to be in clear bottles. This is for the first time in 60 years because they are easier to recycle. And I'm all for it if I can have my plastic bags back at the supermarket, okay? Seriously. Can I just have my plastic bags back? Can we have the bags back, please? You can put the Sprite in whatever you want. Yes. Just give me those bags. You can put the Sprite in the plastic bag. Just give me the plastic (laughs) bag. I'll put a straw in there. You're going to give me the plastic straw anyway. Just pop it in there. (laughs) Hyperventilating into your plastic bag. Number one, the Hershey Company, the Hershey people have announced that they will not be able to meet Halloween demand this year because of supply, uh, supply chain shortages caused by the Ukrainian war. You're kidding. So no fun size this year, kids. That's not okay. I'm very hungry. Let's be honest. The fun sizes are for mom and dad. (laughs) Thursday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. Chet Hanks is 32. That's one of Tom's kids, right? It is, yes. Tom Parker, no relation to Elvis's former manager, 33. Mm-hmm. Meghan Markle, she's 41. <laughs> NASCAR driver Jeff Gordon, 51. Daniel Day Kim from Hawaii 5 former President Barack Obama. You're an idiot. Billy Bob Thornton, Richard Belzer celebrating his birthday today. Today is National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Mm. I'll tell you what, that's what you put in the uh, jack-o'-lantern if you don't have... Uh, like a homemade chocolate yeah, chip. Yeah, do a chocolate, you know, or buy the uh, Spunkmeyer, you know, throw one of those in there. You don't, you don't want to, you're never going to let your kids eat something that was homemade. Well, if it's in a package, you know, if you buy a cookie for know. one, you can get those <laughs> at the- A cookie for one? Yeah, you can get those at the gas station. They sell cookies in a package. <laughs> cookies! <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't get the Milky okay. Ways. all right. Today's National IPA Day, National White Wine Day. Either of those would be just that fine. That would be great. Let's do that. Just fine in your jack-o'-lantern too. You know what I'm talking about, right? You go into the gas station, they get the, you know, the package just one cookie in it. You don't need to buy a whole bag of no. cookies. You get just one at a time. It's fine. Yep, one at a time. And, and be, how uh, many of those tote bags do you have now? Because <laughs> you've gone into the store and you forgot. 
I'd say at least 15. No joke. Uh, I have, I, I, at least that many. And every time I go in, I forget. I did the other day. I was in Kings. I walked in. As I'm walking out, I go, yeah! And I had to go and buy two more of these stupid things. <laughs> and listen, Joe is an environmentalist. He has no problem protecting oh. Mother Nature. He oh, just wants yeah. his plastic bags back, please. I'm all about being an environmentalist. There's no doubt about that. I've seen you hug many a tree. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> But uh, but I got to tell you, <laughs> yeah. that you you that was a hot button with me. You talk about those stupid bags. <laughs> oh, it's it's just I. You know what it is? I think there are so many, honestly, so many of these tote bags around now yeah. that aren't gonna that are gonna go into the dump. That it probably is a. It's probably about the same. You know, my favorite part of them is, is if you do forget to bring your own, they sell them to you and they charge you two well, bucks. Yeah, and what does it have on it? It has a little tag, a little plastic tag with the price. Right, and it also <laughs> it also has the supermarket's name on it. Yeah. So you feel stupid if, like, you go into King's and you get the King's bag. I can't bring that into the shop, right? <laughs> you wouldn't want ShopRite to know that you, you two-time them, huh? And the other way around. I don't, walk a, I don't want to walk into King's and have a ShopRite bag. <laughs> don't be that guy. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just still picturing you out in nature <laughs> hugging a tree. <laughs> hey, look, there's Joe out in the woods. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. I happen to see something online. I follow pages for Italian-Americans because I am proud of my heritage. (laughs) And I enjoy seeing some of the things they post, recipes, and sometimes just funny quotes from, I don't know. Polly <laughs> Walnuts, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of Jersey Shore sometimes. Sure, sure. And that show is god awful. Mm-hmm. Believe me, I I do agree. But sometimes they do post some funny things. That, yeah, not Polly Walnuts. Polly D is Pauly said D. those mm-hmm. kind of things. Well, anyway, I'm following this, and they had a little discussion going with the followers of this uh, page. It says, uh, "If you were, what's a great Italian name to name your pet, your dog, or your cat?" <laughs> okay. And I know we were talking about how I brought uh, Rick to the vet. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, they said to me, boy, that's kind of a funny name for a cat. It is. is well, they named him Rick, and we, we loved it. We just it. kept it, yeah. And my favorite part is when we brought him to uh, the vet before, you know, they say, <laughs> when he's in trouble, do you call him Richard? Yeah. And we said, well, yes, we, we, do. we do call we him do. Richard when he's in trouble. We do. He gets the full name when he's in trouble. So Rick is kind of a funny name. And these people on the uh, Italian-American site are saying, you know, name it's Vito the dog or, yeah. you know, Salvatore the cat. <laughs> so I got us thinking, do you have or what would be kind of a funny name mm-hmm. for a pet? And maybe it is a name that comes from, you know, it's an ethnic name. It's something that would make sense if you sure. grew up in a big Polish family or Italian sure. or, or Mexican, whatever it is. Or maybe it's just, a, I don't know, you name your, you, you name it Hugh Jackman. I yeah. don't know. I I tend to think that, well, first of all, I had a dog and he had a full name. He had a first, a middle and a last name. And when he was in trouble, I would call him Dakota Ryan. And people thought that that was, they're like, you, your dog has a middle name? I'm like, yes, he has a middle name. He's my child. It's not weird to me. <laughs> no, why did you give him a middle name? I don't know, because he was like my first baby. I oh. feel like you give kids middle names, so no, why should my dog give him a I, middle I can't name? disagree with that logic. But I tend to really like... Why did you name him Dakota? I don't know. I just like the, I like the name Coda. I liked Dakota. I thought that was fun. And I gave him the middle name... This is really weird, but I gave him the middle name Ryan because I had had a friend that passed away... Right who's named Ryan? The, whose name was Ryan. It was Ryan. a tribute to... It was. And, the, and I love Coda like he was my... my baby so i don't know it was people were like you named him after your friend who died i'm like i don't know i didn't think it was weird at the time well people name uh, their kids after grandparents well, sure and that's i don't that kind of thing I so 
I don't know, but I tend to like old man names for animals. Like, yeah. there used to be a pug that would be by us, and I would call him Winston. That wasn't <laughs> his name. I just called him you, Winston. You just named him Winston. Yeah, I like the name Edgar. I think that would be really fun to have, like, a, a cat named Edgar. Uh-huh. I don't know, Bartholomew. <laughs> <laughs> We'd probably end up calling him Bart. Yeah, there you go. I don't. I like people names for animals. Linda. Like, if you had a cat named Linda. <laughs> Listen, Linda. Right. I don't know. Bill. Bill the cat. Bill the dog. Remember we had a discussion about uh, cities. Yeah, name oh, it, yeah. uh, you know, name it Rome or mm-hmm. Paris or London or something. Yeah, when, Vancouver, Vancouver the <laughs> Vancouver. cat. Vancouver, Grayson. Uh, when we talked about getting a dog when he was little, he wanted to name it Pancake. So I think Pancake it, is a great pancake name. Pancake is fun, or or ketchup, ketchup or pancake were the names that he was thinking. I was like, ah! especially if you get like a big, you know, Rottweiler yeah, and you name it his Pancake. Name is pancake. Yeah, kind of an ironic name. I don't know. I think I think those are fun. So do you have a funny name for a pet? No, maybe it is actually the name of your pet. Maybe you just get an idea for one. Yeah. And this could come from anywhere. 732-774-4444. 732-774-4444. All right. Just open up all the lines here so they're ready to go. The Text Connect is open too if you want to text it or on Facebook. Yep. We got a little pet pick up there. <laughs> Are we Rick's pick up there, our cat? No. I'll put it in the comments, though. All right. We'll put a Rick pick up there, just you. <laughs> a Rick pick. <laughs> Rick, Rick's agent is on the line. Yes. He, you know, he's from Creative. We need a Rick pick. Creative uh, talent agency definitely wants Rick up there, make sure his client is represented mm-hmm. here on the show. You got a funny name for an Anna for a pet. That's your he said. She said. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere on the free Boss app. Congrats again yesterday. Sherry and Tuckerton, she picked up a $75 cash jackpot. Secret celebrity number five, she correctly revealed as Michael J. Fox. And uh, the day before was a Tuesday. Virginia from Tom's River, she won 1100 bucks for identifying celebrity number four. That was Keith Richards. $1,100. Really got stuck on that one. So we're up to 100 bucks in the current cash jackpot for number six. We're on to secret celebrity number six. I'll play it for you one more time and your chance to call in and win the cash jackpot. 100 bucks. A little hundo spot this morning at 910. And a Facebook comment here. Alan, that might be my favorite so far. It's funny pet names. That's the he said. She said. Yes, hi. Calling for the uh, funny pet names. Yeah. So I have two cats. The first one is Luciano Sebastian. Luciano Sebastian. <laughs> His first name. And then the other one is Cato Mauricio. I like it. Spanish, uh-huh. so, so we name them both two names. Ah, they're spicy cats, I imagine. <laughs> yes. They got a lot of a lot of attitude. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's good stuff. Thank you. 1071 The Boss, hi. Hey, how are you? Good. So uh, I actually have a dog whose name is Askem. Askem. So people, when, 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 when people ask what's your dog's name, I just say Askem. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is brilliant. That's, That's next very level. Creative. That's good. Good morning. It's the boss. Hi. We had friends who had a dog, and the dog's name was Dioji. And it took me a really long time to realize that the dog's name was actually Dog D O G, but they pronounced it D O G. So the dog's name was D O G. That's fantastic. Maybe uh, you know how I know. Ra- you know those rappers like Puff Daddy keep changing. Maybe if Snoop Dogg changes his name, Snoop D O G would be a pretty good one, don't you think? That's fantastic. I like it. I like it. But yeah, the name was D O G, and I couldn't even text it to you guys because we wouldn't be able to understand it because we come across as dog. 
And that's not his name. His name is the OG. Right. His name was the OG. Well, thank you for calling. We appreciate that's that. That's awesome. No problem. Have a good day, guys. Bye now. Yeah, yeah give us a little like on uh, Facebook, and it's up there for you to comment on all day. We'd love to see pics of your pooch, too, yes. by the way, please. 1071 The Boss on Facebook. Funny, unusual, out of the ordinary pet name. 732-774-4444. Phone lines are still popping here, but we'd love you to get through. You can text if that's easier. Or, yeah, do it on Facebook. Those are coming up. Joe, i got to tell you, you know where I find no friends is how I am well, not a fan of... Uh, Stranger Things. Uh, the kids love this show. They get it on. They've watched it already, and they've got it on all day long at the house. They're just watching it on a loop. And yeah. I was uh, talking to our friend uh, Tom, who's our music director here in the building. He loves right. it. And, and so I can't seem to find anybody that agrees with me that it's... I, I think the, it's overacted. I don't know. Like, it just... I'm not into it. I can't get into it, but no really? one seems to agree with me on that. Are you watching that Stranger Things? Uh, no, not really. I found it to be sort of horrible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Winona Ryder's I mean, fine, but she's just overacting in the show. Everybody's screaming and hysterical all the yeah. time. I couldn't get into it. I don't yeah, that's not my... Uh, I can't wait for uh, Yellowstone to come back. You know, I've never seen that either. I hear good things. Uh, so. I, I got to be honest with you. That is probably that actress who plays the daughter, whatever her name is, okay. uh, of uh, of Kevin Costner. She is brilliant. It is awesome. It's essentially awesome. Uh, Dances with Wolves as a series, isn't it? Yeah, right. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So I yeah. probably like it. Yeah, yeah. It's an old, it's an old western. You know, it, it's 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 really actually kind of cool, but. Um, but I can't wait for that. I think that's not till November, though. They're not coming back. It's like the Sopranos, you know? I'll tell you season what. Five, between <laughs> seasons five and six, it took like eight years. <laughs> that's pretty true. I'll tell you what. This is an old, old movie, but I had never seen it. If you like a Western, do yourself a favor. Go on the Netflix machine and watch The Quick and the Dead with Gene Hackman, Sharon Stone. Man, that is a fun movie. You will love it. Really? Oh, it's Gene Hackman is a fabulous actor. Oh, he's one of the best. One of the best, no doubt. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. I was reading an article, uh, and being the uh, paisan that I am, I was amused by these uh, names that Italians have given there, like uh, Louis Tony for a dog, right? Unusual, funny pet names. That's He Said. She Said. We got uh, Henry the Turtle, Huey, Dewey, and Louie the Guinea Pigs. That's a good one from uh, the text line here, 774-4444. Hi, it's the boss. Uh, my grandfather had a dog. Was named J.R. Potley. J.R. Potley. Potley. This, <laughs> and Potley that. <laughs> I know, that kind of reminds me of that old show Dallas a little bit with the name J.R., if you remember that. <laughs> I sure do. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm just going to say that my grown up son named his rescued cat Dr. Sagan Listerfine. After Carl Sagan, yeah. the, uh, the astrologer? Uh, yes. Oh, wow. I don't know. But he has insane names for every one of his animals. He has four rescue cats. He has a fish tank full of fish that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... And one time, he res one time he rescued a squirrel when he was a little kid, and he named him Benjamin the Squirrel. And we had to call Benjamin the Squirrel every time we talked about it. <laughs> he was like 10. I want to be friends yeah. with your son. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> My son is an awesome human being. He's a big hipster now, and he's a really great person. Well, of course he is, and great taste in dog names, too. Hi, it's a boss. Good morning. So my brother-in-law has two dogs. Yeah. Two little, little dogs. So one dog's name is Sophia Loren Cartier. <laughs> the other dog's name is Naomi Grace. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Sophia Loren Cartier. Black and white. Cartier. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for sharing. Those are great. 
1071 The Boss, hi. Hi, good morning. I'm calling about the uh, unique pet name. Yeah. Uh, when I was growing up, we had a mutt, and his name was Wacko. Wacko. And he would get out, Wacko, and he looked like Splinter the Rat from Cage Me and the He looked like Splinter the Rat from the Ninja Turtles? Yes. Yeah. It was not an attractive dog. (laughs) That poor little fella. Come on now. (laughs) He would get out all the time. And my stepfather would go out on the front porch and yell at the top of his lungs, wacko. And the whole neighborhood thought we were crazy. Oh, that's (laughs) great. So get text in 732-774-4444. A lot of answers on this one. Maybe we'll leave the phone line open. You know, as I go to Facebook, people love their pets. (laughs) I had a feeling that we'd get a lot on this.